0: I saw this movie before, many, many, many many years ago, so it was nice to see it again. It's not just merely for entertainment, but um, It said it took the children of Israel 40 years to cross a wilderness that could have been done in 40 days. But it took 40 years, because they're, um, they were so rebellious, and they were so untrusting, having experienced, really, these uh, supernatural activity that was the signs from the Supreme, to help them to build trust and faith, and to, um, to become a cohesive people, a people working together they were so easily distracted they were so easily carried away by other voices so that's what they were allowed to wander around in this wilderness for so long until they could be sufficiently matured enough to work together as a nation of people so a nation is built like that and what we see like as a people's journey can be also shrunk down as in into what one person's journey can be like also that for years we drift in the ocean of uh, just destructions and uh, identity and fears and attachments and desires and uh, things like this and so we remain in a sense experientially separate from the harmony that we seek more deeply at first if people are not aware of this power or purpose of their life they think their purpose of their life is a personal thing so we look to 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 find fulfillment in just personal things like a, a family or a job or money or fame or some for the person but that is a massive distraction from our higher I don't know if the word purpose. I would rather use the word opportunity, which is to discover uh, our divine um, essence. You see, because only then does our life begin to flow with uh, with sweetness and with uh, strength and beauty, and that we are not pursuing to achieve things which are only impermanent by nature so in a sense of life is wasteful like that at best you can say you gain some experience you see like that but the greatest uh, thing is when we begin to discover our spiritual nature uh, because the flesh and blood nature the the personal nature it's just it's just wasteful it's called ignorance in fact and um and uh, when I look now at this film and I see, in fact, that the same Truth is made manifest even from you know, uh, in now, not different from in those days, in a different way, because the, the mind of the present people is different, a different mindset, different kind of conditioning, but fundamentally the same human um, uh, weaknesses. And that when someone truly encounters, when someone truly, the life is reversed into the heart, the mind and the attention is reversed into the heart. How it showed, like in the film, that it said that Moses' countenance, which means that his appearance, the way he looked, was transformed because of his, because he had met uh, the supreme power. And uh, and this is what happens: that as you discover uh, authentic discovery, recognition of the self, something changes in you energetically, atmospherically. You have a different glow, a different vibration. It begins to shine through. The body was before opaque and just elemental then it becomes almost translucent, luminous with the with the, the glory of the supreme. These are not fantasy it is not just our, you know some poetic uh, f- fantasy. these are things that really do happen just like when someone is happy a light shine from them when they're deeply distressed and there's a dullness from them energetically they are not attractive. They don't really have the beauty, the, the the beauty of the flesh, which is just you know form and appearances. I mean, this is this is just shallow thing. The real beauty is when someone is awake to the self. You see, because they are attracted, they are attractive to the heart that is searching for true. We are not to look like we are so different, you know. Uh, from this, it's the same. It's the same story being told over and over and over again. I look at it now somehow like this and um, I see that uh, the consciousness in very much its phenomenal expression as life and miracles and faith and resistances and desire and attachments and just the cost of this. and I see the play in this very um, familiar visual language, which we are still gripped by this by these forces to to amass to to, to get things which are by nature impermanent uh changeful uh, fleeting, so much energy goes to this when we are functioning primarily in our, our personal nature you know? A human being now should really. Spend time. Should should should. Should should should. You have to be touched already, because when you are touched internally, it gives you It gives you strength you don't have. It inspires you and give you energy and uh, and inspiration that you don't. Your, your mind can't produce. You see, if it just says go and do do do, then you must do do do. Your heart is not in it. It's like you go to a party. You don't feel like dancing. Everybody's dancing. And they say, Come on, dance and dance. When you get up to try and do it, it's got no power. Because your heart doesn't want to dance. If your heart doesn't want to worship, if it doesn't want to search for the Truth, if your mind is really lazy for this, it's no use just going through the motions. It means absolutely nothing at all. Any place of worship or holiness or something, they must impart, they must inspire in the human spirit. They must touch you in such a way that it it inspires in you the search. It makes it alive in you a search uh, for the true. Otherwise, it's just mental. It's mental thing. It will not go anywhere if you are practicing only from the mind. After twenty, thirty, forty years, you have nothing to show for it. it just everything turns to dust. The Word of Truth, the Word of God must be alive in you. It must be alive, like life is alive. The Word, the it must be alive in you. you see? It cannot just merely be things that you go and talk to people about, and try to convince. This is not it. When some people approach Jesus and ask Him, you know. What is the way? Which way should we go? What is the way? What did he say? He said, "I am the way. I am the truth and life, not "I know the truth. I have the life. I will show you the way." He says, "I am the way." You see Now the human mind cannot speak like that. He won't say, "I am the way. he says, "I know the way. I know the way." You know I've learned the truth you see but one who is and I say blessed is the one whose life is the evidence of truth whose existence is the evidence of truth is the proof of truth what kind of proof is it mental proof no because when you meet them they inspire in you faith they bring you to a higher level of consciousness or something this is the power of the Holy Spirit inside the the being so these things they must stay alive in you if you hold on to your person the things you hear like this it will fade they will not have any take hold and yet you're not being offered you know knowledge to keep to store up like in a book you see. You have to become the book of life itself. This is not a book of just concepts. You see? So that your presence you know, is somehow the embodiment of Truth. What is Truth? Truth is not concepts. For years we grew up feeling that Truth was something you can learn, and you remember, and you, you know you know like you know. When you study in university or college, you have some knowledge. Truth is not like that. Truth has nothing to do with just concepts. Concepts are just the fingers pointing to to the Truth. You can't eat the finger. You can't walk with the finger. And when we watch these things, you must watch it also with your heart when you watch these things. Not just watch it, like just entertainment only, but you watch it because, in every stage, I call you. You are in satsang. You are your life is your sadhana. It's you're in satsang. Not that you must pressure yourself. Oh no, we have to work again. No. Not like this, because this 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 one will not be a student. In fact, but that you by your own, by your own, energy uh you are interested in 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 expanding in in learning in in becoming more refined you you watch things you learn in such a in such amazing ways not just in a linear way you are a sort of multi, multi multitasking multidimensional um uh, evolving growing knowing like this it happens just automatically because so much grace is released in the heart that searches for the truth. You see? When you are so powerfully touched and that your your life is on fire, something is like on fire for this. You just uh, your whole life becomes this in a sense. Now, if you say, "Well, what about having a job?" and you know, "What about this and this?" It's It is like. It it would be like. um, It would be like walking through the Himalayas, reading a book about trekking. It is like you miss the point. If you think life is just about. You know, gathering a few things, having a nice car, have a nice house, paying the rent. This is only for small minds. I'm not saying this must not be there. It can happen. It's fine in itself. It's it's fine. But if it becomes your focus, if it becomes your drive, if it becomes your passion, then your choice is low. You must know. Oh my God, you know, you come into this uh, magnificent existence. We have not scratched the surface of the potential of life. Don't settle for so little. Let it be there, but don't settle for that. Let the Buddha, the Shiva's and the Christ's of this world, let them be your role models. The ones whose lives were they convey, they share, they. Uh, Inspire a life, life of holiness, of purity and joy, not to be a nun and to be so holy, holy. Not in this way necessarily. I don't want a caricature of holiness in its naturalness. See? Because the one whose heart is purified, they are not narrow-minded. They're not so super moralistic and tight. When you're in their company, there's space, there's room, like a whole universe can fit into them. How do you know you don't know how you can know these things. It's just a feeling. Hmm? Like some people you are naturally drawn to their company, you just enjoy. And others, you know, when they come everything everybody feels tight. Like it's only certain things you can say the mind is too tight. this is not uh, the kind of uh, quality in one whose mind is absorbed in the heart. There, are nothing nothing can offend them nothing can offend God actually for some time you know it's been a few years I've been thinking like this that um, I would like to you know, I was talking from a few years ago where I walked you know, in Central Park with Shree. We were walking one time. I was telling her, I would like to have a retreat where I choose the people who come. You know, it doesn't have to be a big retreat, but to choose uh, the people whose lives kind of touch me in some way. Who will not be just interested in dom- domestic spirituality. But who really have the bite, have the urge to to go all the way. No. I don't know why it's taking so long, it's not happened like that. Then I realize that in some way it's happening by some natural way. You know. I was thinking I'd say you, you you, 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 you. OK, we take this group away a little bit, and we just work a little bit in secret. I don't know if these things will happen like that. But by themselves, uh, some some just come with that kind of focus. Other people, they are just uh, more on the periphery. They are just, take it or leave it, it's a bit of fun or something. They have a different agenda, different motive, maybe, or not sufficiently dedicated to this. It's not to blame, because if they're not, they maybe just can't be. That's just their capacity at the moment. Who is this? Who is this person? It has to be someone who, if you approach any time of the day or the night, you are ready to drop everything right there. You don't need preparation time. You don't need sorting out time. This is why sometimes I say to you, I won't give you any warm-up time, no time to defrost. No time to settle back into, you know. Uh, no time for that. And then, so this type of approach it points you so immediately, you see, into the heart. The heart never has to get ready. It's the mind that always has to get ready. It's always dressed in the wrong uniform. The heart is always even to say it's ready is not it doesn't ready, ready, it's always perfect, you see. If a human being is not living from the heart or as the heart, they're not really alive. Or you can say another way of putting that is that just sleeping. Sleep walking, sleep talking, sleep living. You ask how to live from the heart, I say, I can't tell you how to live from the heart. Just the heart is being revealed all the time you're here. This only about that. You want to develop your mind you go to university. You want to find yourself, you come to Satsang. When you watch something like this, whether it's a movie or in life, because also the life is kind of movie. eh? When you are alert in that way, you can see that um, many things are superficial. You know, maybe the mind go no, but you always find the things which are that have their gems. Gems meaning that they are. Uh, they lead you to deeper insights. You don't miss them. It's not that you go scratching around. You're not scratching around for them. Just spontaneously, spontaneously, you, 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 you recognize them. In any form they come. And the the, the best way of uh, of that being the w- the way of life is when you are empty. Mean empty of intention. You see empty of intention. Supposing, uh, if you imagine I say to you to go into, go in my room, please. Go in my room and see, um, I left some dark glasses. They should be on the side of my table, and my, by the side of my bed I have some dark glasses. Please go and pick it up for me. And you go inside and you look. It is not by the table. And then you look around and then you find it anyway. You brought it to me. I ask you what color of my curtains you don't know what did the carpet look like you don't know you see, did you see any slippers on the floor you don't know you see what size is my television if I have one you don't know the clothes that were hanging up on the on the outside and what what was there you don't know you don't know, because you you go with an intention for a certain thing, and with that intention, everything else is blocked out, for the most part. Then can you imagine now, you have lots of intentions, you have a lot of things that are in your head, many things you want, and plus many more that you don't want. Then how are you going to be conversant with life in the most natural way? So usually the one who is empty, also they are not empty so that things can fill them up. Also, Nothing can fill them up. In that emptiness, they love the emptiness. It's the most healthy state. It's never claustrophobic. And in this emptiness, wisdom can shine most beautifully. When the mind is full of concepts, full of thought, You will not see that. That beauty will not shine from it. Too noisy, too full, too much crowd. There is always a crowd inside you. But there should be nothing inside you, not even you personally. Just the divine spirit, which is what you are, actually, what we are. Now, having said that, you know, it is okay one seems to have a life, you have your family, you can you know how to relate, you know the the language of life, you can move like this. But that's not such a big deal. Because most of the things that we do or think or imagine, they 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 come and go, they disappear. To whom does yesterday belong? Does anybody own yesterday? Even the richest person in the world can they own one day? Can you say that day belongs to me? Nobody can hold on to anything. You see. And yet each day we are so intently busy. The next day, where's where's your busy day? Yesterday, it's it's gone. Then what is saved, what is what remains of any value? The most precious thing, the nobody value which is your uh presence. How do you experience yourself each day who is living in this house how do you experience yourself each day mostly personally is your mind preoccupied with personal thoughts and and responding always personally you are the observer of this you should know or do you find that uh, things get done, but it doesn't matter you don't have a fear of them when they're coming, but somehow they seem to unfold in the greater presence. It's just a presence which is itself is not unfolding there's a kind of, there's a peace inside uh, the functioning of perception. it takes place in a in a in a space of peace there's a silence in you. Are you constantly, effortlessly aware of the unchanging? When you search for a Self, do you find any Self there? What is your discovery? Whatever is different is not constant, it is true. Isn't it? So it's a mixture of what
1: you say. Sometimes it's like this, sometimes it's like
0: this. But it doesn't matter. If you still are perceiving things here and there and there, but uh, but it sits inside or it occurs inside a greater consciousness which is un, unmoving, then the the moving part is not so important
1: which moves is that uh, sometimes I am uh, in the person, sometimes
0: not. Yeah, What it means to be in the person? It means
1: sometimes I am aware of the person and sometimes I am
0: When you are aware of the person, you mean your person. When you are aware of your person, in what form is your person?
1: Thoughts, images.
0: Mm. Why not just call them thoughts, images then? Mm. Why call them person?
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, but I noticed that all the a lot of, of time is just silence in, in which everything happens. Like this. And time to time, this doer or thinker mm-hmm. or <coughs> feeling of personhood, this arise mm-hmm. but with just one look at it and vanishes.
0: Does the sense of personhood comes up just spontaneously, or is it provoked? When I say provoked, I mean that somehow, through your interaction with someone, then you know it's like they they step on your button, they press your button or something like that. You know, you didn't know you had a button before. Then, and then, and then you call this a person. Is it a person by itself, or is it a person because uh, identity arises there? I mean, you follow my point. Yeah. You see, so uh, do you? From time to time, check in, and uh, with the question like, "Who? Who is I? What is I? Where is I?" you know and see if anything tangible is found and then if something tangible is found can you truly admit well that is what is would you go one step further to say but you know but that if that is seen uh, the seer is more important than the object seen who is the seer can the seer be seen do you do this type of inquiry or you just go halfway and then you back off or you make inquiry, and then if something feels challenging or uncomfortable, you stop. Or do you, you know, face it, no, feel it?
2: Do you make this inquiry is possible just when the one who can inquire it appears? Because if there is no, no one to inquire
0: No, it's much more spontaneous than that. You don't stop. You don't even stop. Who is there to inquire necessarily? Is that like automatically the inquiry will start, and then you know if there's a person there, it it, it arises up in this. The inquiry can come in because first uh, some sensation occur that feels disharmonious. It does, you know. Then you can look and say, okay, you know. It brings up a kind of personal feeling, and then you can see well. Either you feel to investigate it, or there is a time when you don't investigate. You simply just understand that it is a kind of noise coming from the sense of person, and it is not even worse to investigate it. But when I say this, I mean I am not saying that by doing that you are doing a clever thing and avoiding the inquiry. I am saying that something just knows it is OK, don't worry. That's just thought is nothing, and just by that attitude it breaks the the momentum of that thought, or you see, you know it, it weakens it or something, so you're really in the seat where you're making choices that are really very powerful to to just leave something to turn away from it, and you'll know the time when you it needs to be investigated or something when something is. Persistent or a bit shifty or something, then you follow him through. As soon as you, as the, the laser light of introspection goes on, nothing can hide. Everything gets caught in it. Everything gets caught in the net of that, of that in 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 seeking. Then your space is left. You see, um, unoccupied just a, a sense of uh, space. Guruji, mm. I would like to check something with mm. Because there was this um,
1: situation that triggered lots of identity, yeah. uh, since maybe yesterday, but it comes very
0: strange. So she said that there is a situation that yeah. came up that triggered a lot of identity. came up yesterday very strongly. Uh-huh.
1: Suffering comes, even
2: crying comes, all those noisy
0: things. But I, I don't see that it changes. OK, so these things come up, but it doesn't change anything fundamentally for you. Meaning that you know, even if it can feel like some strong shaking happens inside, the shaking by itself doesn't mean anything, except if you start to give it meaning, uh, identity and so on. Then you're saying, then you give it greater meaning, greater importance, and somehow that will that will kind of register itself somehow. But it doesn't stay. What I feel is that something
1: has to be, I don't know, burned or I have to see it somehow. This is very strong. I don't know if it's masala, but it's a very strong tendency that manifests from time to time. And right now it's really coming and how I see it now is that it's coming for me to to look at it and let it pass without identifying and without know, wanting to, to, to be different. Mm-hmm. Just that it plays um, like wish, very old wish mm-hmm. that sometimes comes, mm-hmm. um, and it never comes true, <laughs> and it, it was very, see, it never comes true, it was like this, uh, I mean it never comes true, this time it's not coming true again, like this, so it, it triggers lots of identity because it's uh, something that wants it, you
2: know?
1: but um, there, there's also, I, I don't feel that this Power has uh, changed in a way. I don't feel that I'm weaker or that I'm. I feel that like this is just manifesting, and that I'm not so involved
0: with it in a way. Mm. Suppose you went down into the town, and you see a group of people drunk and going crazy and stuff. you you are attracted to that? do you feel pulled to go and sit down with them and drink and just you know vomit all over the place? No, you don't do well, some people might I don't know, but generally, um, my example is that you don't why because you have no interest, it's not your world, and you soon forget it because you have no reason to store information about that or to hold on to that as a memory, even to tell the story about it. It's not. It's not engaging enough for you. It's not, and it's not relating to you in any way like this, okay? It's like
1: um, it will pass. There's something here that knows that it will pass, but still there, there's not the need to avoid these things to come. If they, that's how I
2: feel it.
0: Okay. <laughs> yes. It's a subtle thing. It's subtle thing. It means, and the example I was using is then these things. Many things, most things in life, don't trouble you at all. It's just not your party, it's not your play. Yeah, just one or two things, at a time or whatever, that come. That then some. These are your. This is your. This is your game. And these are things that, whenever they come around, you know, it's pretty much guaranteed your attention is going to go with them for a bit or something. But in order for the attention to really go with them. Yes, in one way this is very subtle what I'm saying now because there's a there is a time when I feel in the sense of beingness it's so vast it can be outwardly seeming to be engaged in many things but none of them is writing any deep impression upon it. You see? So where whereby whereas in some cases some people would be really caught up with the drama and the report and the sending the email and putting it on Facebook and all of this type of stuff but for you it means nothing at all it doesn't even doesn't register just something happened and it it is gone no why what makes anything really happen like that it must somehow be on some level connected with your with uh a, 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 maybe a habit or something like this that that they that, that they come and then if they don't disturb you then you don't have to worry about them if they disturb you then you can investigate them and, and look, really use them, make use rather than just react and complain. We use them as a way of saying, but well, wait a minute now, what really is true here, what really is real here, and, and exercise your powers of discernment. Uh, and then somehow you in doing that, uh, a lot of the power is neutralized, and you know, not only for that time. I mean in an authentic way, it means that when it comes again, it will be weaker for you. You see, if you go to fight with someone uh, and you beat them, next time they come to fight with you, you already got you got the advantage almost already. If you are alert, if you're not just complacent, you know, you already know that I can beat this one. So you have already some confidence. You beat them again. They come again for another fight you you are just much more comfortable in yourself with it still you are still alert enough to not just take risks you see so each time you beat these kind of thoughts they come back with less force why because you are not afraid of them so it's just at the end you have to be willing able to shift focus in in different ways so sometimes you can just completely change the picture around and just forget everything. Just you know, chop everything, ground zero, poof! everything. You have to be able to do this sometimes. Otherwise, you may find yourself being dragged into some kind of, you know, some kind of looking and and getting all sweaty about it. And just say, listen, it's nothing, and poof! it's gone. It's just gone. You see. So this is one of your superpowers, basically. Is never not that somehow you always can pull the chain on something, just building up. Yeah, but should I do this, man? know. maybe I should wait a bit longer. Just forget about it, man, please. And then the person can take that. Sometimes you you are guiding and you say, but it doesn't matter. It's just it's nonsense, and and they pick up on it, and immediate laughter is something. The laugh, you know, sort of half embarrassed, half enjoy, is it? But it's not always the case. You say something and you see that you know the 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 mind person didn't get it they missed it so that was a that was a waste that's gone.
1: Changing the last weeks. It's not those to do with seeing the habits and then it's yeah it has to do with the word habits and but then I I, there's a watching about that that's going on that that automatic the the habits and then it becomes
0: but you know I want you to go more swiftly than that. Don't just talk about habits. Go straight from habit. Whose habit? You
2: yeah,
1: yeah, see,
0: then, 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 then we don't have long conversations. You know, habit. I keep seeing my habit is to do this, and then you have part one, part two, part three, part four, part five. Two years later, yeah, now my different habit is gone. New habit, and you have to nail it. You know, suppose you were told this is your last day. You must finish up all your business today. Hmm? Can you do it or not?
2: Why doesn't it stay empty? Suppose you have to finish up all your business
0: today. Will you do it? Or you say, I need more time. No, you will find the things which really need to be done, and you will know the things that don't need to be done. These are the kind of things that you discover amazingly when you are in an emergency. You will find what is important and what is really not that important. Don't be too generous with your attention with things like this. And then, in a way, we nurture and perpetuate them and uh, perpetuate the existence of this uh, false self. It's like I'm saying one thing to you and you're insisting on being this person, you know this habit, you know I see this habit is coming, and I see this tendency, and I wanna say so what, so what, so what, so what? Why you talk about those things? It's nothing at all. You must be coming from some power now. You cannot be speaking like a victim anymore. You have to be speaking from power. You exercise your power. Otherwise oh you can advise anybody anything. If you can't you show them how to use their power. You can only show them how to use their power if you are using your power. You are you going to advise someone when you're still believing, oh yeah, but this you know, this tendency is still calm and so no 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 this it doesn't mean anything. It keeps meaning something because you st- you keep being the one who has the tendency. As soon as you keep finding out who's got this tendency, is it the self? Then you see whether you put yourself in the position of the self or not. And very often we don't. We are speaking from person again. Where the person is Situations are going to arise with the person. Always I that. Or do we really accept this in your heart or not? Maybe you don't really accept it in your heart. You just think that well, maybe one day I'll become like Muji or something like this. You see, I don't know what we think, but uh, you know. But for the now, I just can continue as a person, because we're making lots of deals every day. Lots of deals with the devil, every day. If you do this type of thing, you know. What can I do? These things keep coming, and you know, like that they can just hold your mind hostage any time they want. Then you say, "But you know, I'm such a weakling, and please, and you know." I say, "But there is power in you, and then it is demonstrated. It is shown where your power is. Then make use of the power."
1: Any problem arises, or any thought, negative thought arises. You look from where you are, yeah. from the Self. Yeah. It is not that I am doing something, but it just comes up. See seed from the Self, and it just dissolves, it loses the power.
0: When you see anything from the Self, then it uh, it has no doesn't have the bite as when you're looking from the perspective of the person. You're looking from the person person, the person has a lot of different things going on. You can't keep up with him, basically. Is this is the thing we're working on now and you're in there working with him. Next thing you know he's over here. It's no it's actually sorry, can we go back over here again? So but with this, can we finish this? No, I'm gonna finish with that. I wanna work over here. No. And you know and we keep believing that this is the true. So the life plays a lot of games with you, us. Because you want to play this game, where you maybe we are doing this thing because we are afraid, also of the of liberation. Because you think if you get liberated, you don't have to come back to the planet, and you really want to come back to this planet and hang around with all different type of things. And not that anything is wrong with the planet. It's not the planet. It's the is the one who's living on it. Or how you how you are in yourself. Mooji, mm-hmm. Can I ask something?
1: Mm-hmm. How much of this is like I'm I'm ready, right? But just um like the trust in the grace, right? Mm-hmm.
2: There's grace. But I don't know how much right?
0: What should I do? Should I just leave What grace? Mm. First of all, you must identify what needs to be done. You say you are ready. Ready for what? What needs to be done?
1: Just to go in, just to leave the person and go
0: straight to presence. Mm. You never have to go to presence, because presence is where you are. You only have to leave the person. You leave the person. You don't have to leave the person and go to presence. You leave the person. You're in presence. Where are presence is the fundamental thing. You see, without presence, even the person cannot come. The presence is first. Presence after. So if you see the person, be sure that the presence is already there. The presence can be there without the person, but the person cannot be there without the presence. So never feel that you know your person is here and you're trying to get from the person to go to presence, because person and foremost is the presence is here, easy? Presence means consciousness. Without consciousness, there is neither the thing looked at nor the thing that is looking. They are both modes of consciousness. So you are already present. Then the mind might tell you, listen, you know, you know, it's not easy to, to catch the presence. A very believable thing if you're a person. A person believes all kind of cock and bull stories about things. Okay? So only a little bit of whisper is you have to try and try and hold on to the presence that you know you're not far from the presence, or so not far. Thank you. I feel good about that so it sold you some separation notions again, and we we are so accustomed to this that when you're told something like this, you feel good for a moment and you go back again to the whole, old patterns because that's what we're accustomed to this This is a quite mature pointing. Uh, most people in the beginning, if there is a, such a thing as in the beginning, because we we we, you know, I mean, we've been on the road, uh, but in the beginning of conscious seeking you know, like this. It it can feel like you know like they would not be able to absorb something. So, I don't. I'm not making this as a rule, but there's some generalities about it. Uh, to to come to a place like that so quickly, if I say to you, "But really, there is no person." Sometimes it works, and someone will, go, whoa, right, as you said that there was no person. This is and then they'll tell you, "Wow, how can I go back into that state? That was so amazing, amazing." how "You see, how can I get it again? This I is what person, you see." Like so these things can happen. They are not the end, they're just beginning. You realise that somehow there was just for a moment there, I was not there and there was just everything. I'm just everything. You know? You know, can you do it to me again? I didn't do it to Just uh something was heard and in such a powerfully refreshing way. That it just threw you out of your groove and into a kind of universal state, but then the the groove comes back, and the groove says, "How can I do that again? It didn't do it in the first place. How are you when you are just here and you're not waiting? You pay attention during your day. And check in, just check in. Little things like this, you know, are you in a state of waiting? Are you waiting for something like enlightenment to happen, or are you waiting for you know, like uh, you know, some kind of experience or something? Or do you find that there is just um, the silence and the spaciousness of being, and activities are taking place in that space? Uh, naturally, normally, no conflict. You, see. you find that uh, something has changed in, in terms of even your behavior from before. Very, very much quick to to jump on the back of some problem and be riding it, and now something is just okay. It doesn't get, it doesn't get into trouble. It's just, it's just, it's always uh, neutral and uh, mostly detached.
2: so so then there's more awareness about the jumping in and then the mm. and then
0: it's over. So now I highlight to you that the the largest stage stage is one when you're not really um, this thing of going in, coming out, doesn't really mean much. Even the sense of coming in, going out, is not so catchy anymore. Anybody is experiencing like that, meaning that the feeling of you know coming into the heart and going out of the heart and stuff like this, that this becomes now not such a not such an important um, movement. Or do you feel oh now and now it's really good, now I'm really in. I'm spending more time in now, more time spent in. But then sometimes I'm out for a while and you know.
2: In my experience that um, the trauma is more and more and more less so sometimes the different experience of, of, of ego mind and also free from that. And, uh, but in, in all that, I'm much more relaxed. Mm. And sometimes it's for a short time, like catching me. Mm. But uh, I can. Um, yeah, I, 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 I miss the drama I had before.
0: Do you like dramas?
2: Before, uh, unconsciousness, yes. Mm. Mm.
0: Do you. Are you are you interested in life? Yes. Yeah. In what way,
2: you? Um, that's why I'm here yeah. because I'm interested in life.
0: Uh, interested in life is the same as that you are life. Yes. It's like a different thing, you know. Interested in life means what? What would what would you mean by life? And I said, Are you interested in life? Generally, for people, would be what? If I ask your question, you know, you have what is your interest in life? It
2: would be about have
0: hobbies and things you like. She said, more like hobbies and things you like, but even more than that. You know, you're making sure that your family is okay, and you know that you know somehow something you want to study, a new skill you want to learn, and things like that. Because people come satsang after a while, then they want to learn to do reiki, and then they want to go and do, you know, some uh, qigong uh, qi, uh, qi and, and different things like this, and so on and so on. So, do you have this type of energy going still active in you? I'm
2: interested in life. I'm interested what life is. It means I'm interested in what I am.
0: Does it matter to you if people perceive you to be boring? Like when you go to your family and they say, "Like you know, so what you're doing? You don't seem to be doing anything, and you know, just seem like basically a waste of time and space." Really, are you highly disturbed? Do do people say things like this, or they perceive like this? Because really, now as you become more confident in your own being, less and less people are going to say that. This is usually things that happen. At a certain stage in the beginning when you are having doubts, then people may say, "You know what the hell are you doing with your life what are you doing down there and uh, you know like they talk to you disrespectfully, you see and, uh, and then you blame or oh, you do it just like that, but something is connected there that either we're trying too hard to convince people of your Credibility or something like this, or you have a lot of insecurity about self or this type of stuff, and then these things can happen more. Who is doing it? Consciousness. This consciousness is working on itself all the time. If you think it's a person, then it it keeps you being a person. If you think, oh, it's my mother, she's all that is. I don't know why I try to talk with her. When you're in sahaja, you're quite you're Mister or Miss Buddha. When you go home, is your you know your your daughter's your your mother's daughter, uh, your mother's son, and uh, yeah, you know, man, I just yeah, you know, I just find it they just so you get oh you're so easy caught up. Okay. It's many
1: times easily refer to the other. Person, but it's
0: actually about yourself, here. Usually when we are complaining, it's because we feel uncomfortable about something. And when we feel uncomfortable about something, it's very difficult to take responsibility. You know, When the finger goes out, the finger goes out. Mm. These, these things, I expect with you, they should be dropping off by now. You have to move quick, you know. Quick, quick, move through these things quick. Don't harbour too much. Um, don't give too much space for them.
1: Guruji, mm. I just feel so say that before I was growing up, I was always feeling really lost. You know, I never really felt like I had a home or family or any anything stable, and it brought so much suffering. But now I see it's like my biggest blessing for
2: freedom. Yes. Because there is nothing that holds me and I
0: need nothing. It's amazing how how rich life is in all of its richness. Because like for instance, to pick up on your point, very often in the, in more the Western what we call Western world, or whatever, much family life is broken up with in in largely, no? People go and eat in their own rooms. Nobody eats together at the table. We spend our time watching TV, and nobody talks with each other. And you know, like it's more common. Not it's not always for everybody, but it's quite common. And then you have cultures which are the reverse. It's true, they're very very close, and the family know everything about each other, and like this. There's no privacy nowhere, nothing. That has its strengths as well, but also has weakness. Because sometimes you go into a place, there's not much family life and and this type of stuff, and then you have to you have to find your life. You have to find your you have to you know you have to work through feeling of loneliness, misunderstood, mis- misrepresented, and so on. You have to find uh, your life, but you have to find it without resentment. See, it's not easy because you think, oh, this is, is um, on the other side also. The family life is very close, very supportive but you you cannot develop your individuality because people know everything about you and then you know it's like you know you're held also it can be like this but we don't complain every life your river is a unique flow and it is just what is needed for this form and of consciousness to have those particular experiences to go through its way back home in this form you have to use it. Use it. Don't complain about it. Use it, because the worst thing you start to do is to complain. You miss your chance. You see, you don't put any energy. You just you just sit around feeling, oh, life owes you something, or this type of stuff. But. Um There are very, very few mm, fireproof concepts, basically, if you can say, when I say like this I mean that they are just good every, every time. The mind is looking for these things, you know, to create a bit of a manual out of it. But you don't need this life. If you are one who is walking in the way of the spirit, you don't need any technique. Emptiness is your is your great is the great space for you
2: Would you say it's important to have people around you which also is searching for
0: truth? It is very helpful in the beginning, it is very, very helpful. Um, But mm, if there is an urge for you for truth, something has already triggered that urge, and you must also trust it. If you trust it, it will guide you it will find somebody if there's nobody in your town you will speak with a rabbit or something. Something is going to come and talk with you because uh, this is how I'd have to say that it also occurred for for myself and this question is particularly I can speak from that point no because uh, when when this when this uh, the the transformation began for me it was um i started to go and visit a group that were meeting like a kind of church like this but it, something was not compatible with the group it was more to do with the preacher in the group because he was expressing some kind of fundamentalist kind of uh, things that i was not comfortable with uh, uh, something here was already quite universal in terms of the Just the ease with 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 which I meet people from around the world, I didn't find any significant difference between them actually. And uh, but here, something tremendous had happened. But this particular um, person leading the group was speaking in a very very kind of fundamentalist kind of Christian way. So I was not so comfortable with that. I didn't feel. I knew that the thing that happened here. Was not church, you know. You know, it was just not just church, you know. But (coughs) uh, it was not so clear if to where 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 I was with this being with the group. So um, uh, I just stepped away from the group and uh, just moved about on my own a lot. Going to the park when I felt like going, sitting a lot, finding myself sitting a lot, you know all things that were a little bit out of character for me because uh like just finding that uh, I could spend a lot of the night awake with the windows wide open and just I was upstairs and just in the back garden there was just trees and just sitting in this sort of space of presence a lot and started to walk a lot which I wasn't used to sort of doing so much just walk walk and walk to the to the West End of London and in the night and just just this new energy is coming and what I felt was good in my case it wasn't just boxed into a shape you know that uh, sometimes too early people have the same experience that I feel I have like that but then it gets it gets kind of into a doctrine very quickly gets into a shape where people begin to interpret your experience, and then you you're just in a kind of state like that. So I feel uh, for myself, uh, I feel very happy for what happened because um, I moved a lot on my own, and so then you are forced, you're compelled to listen internally and to to move with that, and not having a third and fourth voice talking in your head. You know because sometimes what what is happening here, and even what the people in the church tell me were very be very different, so something was very much with this, and was developing the the all roundedness of just the way uh, this manifests in such different ways and and learning that language to to dance that to dance with that energy more uh and uh from time to time, I would meet. You know, I was wanting to meet. Uh, it's funny that I say that now because I'd met this man, Michael, and but after I did not feel, after a while, to call him and to talk with him. I was walking around for quite a bit and just encountering people, one-off situations, and they would say something, and it would be really much the food I needed at this moment, and went on like that. I'm very happy for this because uh, I wasn't developing a tight shape. I was becoming more and more shapeless, and trusting that, you know, the things that always made made a feeling in me restricted and tight, is meeting groups who have very tight ideas about what life should be, and something felt at one time, maybe they are right, and it's just I am just too free in my own way to conform, and you know like this. But I came to see that that's not the case. You know, that this tight way did not suit me. It felt like a pressure. It felt very limiting. And so being in a in a kind of community uh, of being. Or a Sangha, which is very supportive, they understand some of the things you're going through and can encourage you and like this, who are themselves not selfish in their spirituality but are very happy to to you know to talk things through with you. This is very good for a while <clears throat> it's good all the time, you know, but here, even in Saja, I like that people after a while you go out and try some go out and see. Go out in the world a bit again and and see where see what you have absorbed, what you have assimilated here. You know? If you go out there and feel oh, I can't cope without there, I say, I'm sorry, you're not my guy. You have to be able to cope in anywhere, not even cope. You shouldn't be cope. You know. You are the hope for other people and you shouldn't be coping. You have to show that in different situations, if you find yourself in a certain situation you have to have the faith and the trust, you know, to 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 turn things around, to let it to see, to work with the, the higher power. You see. And sometimes we're too afraid to try it out. You see. We're just what you may call shadow boxing, you know. Shadow boxing when you you're punching just the air. But sometimes you have to fight with someone. It's not the same thing. You see, when we were doing martial arts many years ago, we used to do something in karate called um, the katas. Kata is a set, a set series of movement. You you move and you do this all the time. Practice, practice, practice like this. And some people are just so beautiful at it, pure poetry, pure ballet. You know, in it. But oftentimes you put those people into a freestyle fighting situation; they're no good. They're just performing katas. Some other people, when they perform katas, they're not they're clumsy. You know, some are not sharp. Some are kind of clumsy. But when you fight them, they're they're pretty good. You see, so you have got to be not like that. do Not be be a spiritual kata, where you learn. All these things and so on, but in the life it doesn't you you know you're not good at you see uh, the the expression is weak, the words are fine, the expression is weak, they cannot be like this. I prefer expression is strong, your words are no good. the power is the important thing, the power of seeing is the most important thing. Can you imagine if you were to send someone out as an apostle, huh? Eh? But uh but uh the person Can you send an apostle out like this? Yes you can. If they have the power. You know? People say, I don't understand what he's talking about, but I, I just I just can't move when this they feel so transformed. You know, It's not so much the words, or even somebody who is can't speak.